Hi, Raina. Hello, Meg. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. How about you? Good. I kind of like this setup a little bit more than we got going on. At the yeah, it is. Today we are recording from my couch. 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 And uh, we got Mr. Boo Boo in tow. And a cat. And a dog. And a dog. And snacks. Lots of snacks. So, what are we doing? We're doing a watch party today. We're going to do a different kind of episode where we watch a documentary. It, this is, in this case, a horror. A paranormal documentary. Mm-hmm. Horror. 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 Um, horror documentary. And then we'll tell you guys about it as we go. Yeah. So, this is Lunatic Soup Presents... Demon House. With dildo baggins. I mean, Zach Zach baggins. Baggins. So, you know, if you see us on the socials, we look like him. Except for me, I have Harry Potter glasses on because I don't have real glasses. Um, Give Mr. Boo Boo the mic-ish. We'll put it towards him. Towards him. Towards him. All right. I threw holy water at a demon and tried to banish it back to hell. My wife was furious and told me not to treat a mother-in-law that way. (laughs) That one before, Have you? or maybe you've sent it to me before. Uh, oh, that's a good one. You're gonna tell I my like mom. Uh, probably on this one. <laughs> two, two nuns are driving down the road when a demon jumps on the bonnet. One nun says to the other, "Quickly, show her your cross." So the other nun winds down the window and says, "Get off the fucking car, you asshole!" <laughs> a bonnet, by the way, is a um, hood of a car. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, ahead of the car. Speaking another language. He was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. English. No, I don't know about that. Yeah. You sure about that? Bloody oath it was, mate. Some kind of English. A, a, a dialect? No, not a dialect. Huh. Variation. You're a derelict. A, a, no one said a derelict. No, derelict. Who's from Australia? Zoolander. Anyways, all right. Go. Just other. This is gonna. This is Hello gonna be the longest episode. Hello, welcome to Lunatic Soup, the podcast where we go into all things wild, weird, and unknown. We're your host, Meg, and I, Raina, ready to brew up some lunatic soup. Let's go. in existence if Mr. Boo Boo is here with a side side banter the whole time because he's almost worse than I am. We are not doing a cider today, everybody, because um, I'm Speak going to be honest. Well, I'm not doing a cider. But we're not doing like one that we open and talk about because it is a movie night. We're sitting on the couch. We have the snacks on snacks on snacks. Popcorn and Reese's and Bugles and brownies. And for me personally, I have to work tomorrow. And I, if I drink too many of those ciders, my I will not feel good tomorrow. Yeah. So I have to have red wine. <laughs> I can't That's... take you seriously with this goddamn blast. We are donning our best Zach Bagans attire. Mm-hmm. And we are going to be watching Demon House. And after buying a home in Indiana over the phone... Sight unseen, paranormal investigator Zach Baggins and his crew unprepared are unprepared for the demonic forces that await them in this location. Dun dun dun. So this house Is did that what a dot 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 means? Apparently. Dun dun dun. Dot 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 dot. Um so uh, this movie is or this documentary, whatever, this house was a known Extremely haunted house. Yeah. It was in the media. The people who lived there had a lot of crazy shit that went on. And then obviously Zach Baggins does what he does. His show is Ghost Hunters and goes to places that is like are known haunted places. Yep. And so this house specifically is one that he knew it went up for sale. And so he decided to buy it. And we haven't seen this. No, we just have heard about the story, but we have not seen this documentary. Yeah, we read the synopsis. Keep you guys updated as it goes, but... What you can expect is some dumb fuckery by Zach Baggins and us. Come at me, bro. <laughs> Come at me, bro, and us. And I don't we just know. wanted to dress up as Zach Baggins, so we'll have to get some pictures. That seemed like a good idea at the time. Did. Still is. Agreed. <laughs> I, I walked in with my husband and Tex goes, the, the tartan. It's tartan. 
Titan. Sorry, Titan. It's a plaid shirt. It's a plaid shirt. Yeah, it's what they make the kilts out of. Yeah. All the way up. Mm. All right. Well, we're going to start this and uh, we'll uh, be back with the next scene description. Yes. Chapter one. Right off the bat, we've got a warning for us all. Oh, you gotta oh, pause it. Mother, mother of Pearl, get back here. Jeez. Oh, no. I pressed oh. the wrong button. Oh. You done messed up, A.A. Ron. Mm, shiitake mushrooms. Hang on, guys. She just turned the whole TV off. She really did. Oh. Oh. Oh, there she goes. Warning. The following documentary may not be suitable for all audiences. This film shows real people, places, and events involving alleged demonic possession. Demonologists believe that demons can attach themselves to you through other people, objects, and electronic devices. View at your own risk. Shit. Are they trying to tell us that we're going to get a demonic attachment from watching this? We can't watch it through the TV. Always watch it. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, is that what they're trying to say? That's exactly what they're saying. We'll cleanse the house. Dun, dun, dun. I guess you have to believe in demons for that, guys. I don't. I personally, just right off the bat, do not believe that you can get possession of any kind through watching a TV or a movie show. Nope. That's how the ring happened, though. Yes, that. Oh, we're watching TV, and the ring came through the TV. That historic mm-hmm. event. That one was very accurate history too. So I feel like yeah. that's a ten out of ten yeah. one. The. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Viewing. Let's go. So we open up real dramatic, right? He's walking in a snowy, desolate wilderness up to an abandoned, almost looks like an abandoned castle. Yeah, yeah, like or a big cathedral almost. Or a cathedral. Yeah. It's like in ruins almost. He talks about how this was the most cursed project he's ever worked on. He what did he call himself? The leading Oh, he leading what in the leading experts in hauntings and demons and or you, something. You said did he is that assign self? himself? Yeah, is that, that a self you know, assigned? And well, then, one, of, one of the crew members that he had to fire might have said that before that. Yeah, he said that he had to fire he fire had to fire some people. Fire people, some people quit and a lot of people got sick. The film was cursed. The film was cursed. He was in bed for like 8 days. Anyway, it cuts to him Doing a project in California, I believe he said, and this story broke about this house in Indiana called the Portal to Hell House. And it's supposedly one of the most, so without Zach Baggins being the doucher, like this is on like, what is this, Inside Edition? This is like national news shit that they're talking about this house, like how haunted or Or possessed it is. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, Zach said he bought it sight unseen. Of course. Of course. So here we are. And the house, you guys, they make you, as it's showing up, think he's walking into this, like, grand situation. It's this little teeny tiny house. Yeah, it's, Very just, little, it's a little, it's, in, like, it's like your grandma's house. In good old Gary, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And uh, he also says that a previous, rambler. yeah, a little rambler. Previous to this house going up for sale and being, you know, identified as a demon house that he had a nightmare Oh, where yeah. he was a spirit amongst other spirits, and then a goat man appeared. Twelve foot high. <laughs> Twelve foot tall goat man, and breathed a black smoke into his lungs, and he woke up with sore lungs. And then he buys the demon house. Uh huh. And then this than happens a week later. Mm-hmm. This so is something big. So that's where we are right now. We're four or four whole minutes in. So you know, this is this is gonna be a wild ride. It's gonna be a wild ride. I think the part about this that I'm already picking up is that it's gonna be hard to do the actual like story to where there's probably some crazy shit going on in this house and with the theatrics with the theatrics because he is goat men in costumes walking around yeah and he is so stupid theatrical it's why the paranormal community is not a big fan of him well also come at me bro yeah and he's not kind no but to anybody including the spirits Uh so at this point zach has now gotten the keys to this house and he had squatters who were living in there that they had to kick out. And I don't know if it was like the old person who used to own it, the old landlord or one of the squatters. Is that what it was? Yeah. And as they're walking into the house, the guy's like, did you meet my friends? And Zach's like, who are your friends? And he's like, oh, man, do you have a lot to f- find out? Now, he said that his friend and psychic Chris Fleming texted him and said to leave the house because there was a 12 foot demon that was guarding it. Mm-hmm. Like the one now, that he saw in his dream is now, what he says. The only Chris Fleming that I know is an amazing comedian who you've probably seen and love yeah. on TikTok. I don't 
I don't think that's the same one. I don't. But I don't think it is. I think that would make the story. You never know. I don't think he is. What did you call? What? How did you describe? <laughs> Mr. Boo Boo had the best description <laughs> of this guy. He's like a classier Joe Dirt. Classier Joe Dirt. All right. Well, so now at this point, they had are- a few glamour shots too. Yeah, there's been some good oh, yeah. Zoolander looks from oh, yeah. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Baggins himself. Blue Steel. Blue Steel. A Blue Steel. So right now they're about to go and try and find the people who used to live in the house that were supposedly possessed. So they're on a hunt who no longer lives in the area. Um, so they're headed to Indianapolis to find Latoya- some, and her children. And her children, um, who were That's the people. That's how he said it. He goes, right now I have the house, but I don't have Latoya and her children. <laughs> like, dude. Like, what, do you got possession of them, like, too, and you on. bought the house? Like, God. All right. All right. Continue. <laughs> I've got even more beef to pick. They can't, he can't find Latoya because she, he's asked her to call him. And she said, yeah, 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 I'll return your phone calls. And never did. And Zach takes offense to that. Mm-hmm. So they found. <laughs> she told me she'd call me back. She didn't. <laughs> so they found a news interview that Latoya did about something else related to a mold problem within her apartment complex. Yeah. And what does he do, Raina? Oh, he sees what the apartment number is, stalks it, finds it, and is now showing up at her house unannounced. Dude. To try and get her to talk to him. Dude. Kind of like him showing up in the demon's house. What does he want to do? Get yeah, ate up? Bro. Fixing to get ate up. <laughs> bro. Okay, we we're we are like a few minutes in, we got to But it's minutes. also just <laughs> it's the level, it's the level of inappropriateness from him of like that he doesn't realize that no like one's safe around him. No one's No one, safe not even humans him. are safe. Well, he shows up at our door one day. <gasps> I'd open the door and say, like, Come at me, bro. Oh. On to the next. <laughs> So this is this is gonna take forever. You guys, to get okay. So basically, they show up at this lady's house, Latoya's house. She, this is, they're recording it from the side. So they're in the car, and Zach and some other guy walk up to knock on the door. Her brother answers the door and says that she doesn't want to have anything to do with the documentary because Zach and this guy have been in the house. But the whole, but that's what Zach said. It was the whole thing was recorded, and they like played with the guy. Said he never actually. He never says that, that they record, which is like, I just more just saying Zach Baggins is a douchebag. Anyway, so the brother decides to speak with them. Right. And he gets in the car with them and they start going back to the house. And the brother named Kevin talks about how the house was starting to affect the kids. And they cut to uh, actors portraying the scene that they're they're talking yeah. about so the dramatization yeah dramatization so the, essentially it was the mom and her three children living there right and the youngest was the most affected apparently yes but the dramatization is that they were all like in the living room and they all started like chanting chanting and, and using like that demon voice from the father of more uh-huh. remember that oh. yeah, yeah like a guttural like, like that that <sighs> distorted uh-huh. voice and then their eyes are like rolling back in their heads and then they try and get them in a car for some reason yeah they get them out the house and everybody starts and to fight the and way. then grandma tries to get one of her grandkids and the youngest one says and i quote fuck your old ass car bitch <laughs> <laughs> In the demon voice, though. In the demon voice. <laughs> Fuck your old ass car, bitch. Boom. Okay. Boom. I wouldn't, so, I wouldn't be saying that to my grandmother, though. I would not, which I also feel like they probably wouldn't normally either. So, like, oh, it's they what, must be possessed. Uh, possessed. Well, well, I do feel like it's hard because I want to take this seriously, but Zach Baggins makes it very difficult. He really does. He really does. It makes it hard to take anything seriously that he touches. It, yeah. It doesn't have to touch it. <laughs> well, be near it. Whatever. It's going to be great. We're going to get through this. We are 11. 11. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Shit's getting real. It is getting real. Okay. So uh, kids are freaking out. They bring them to the hospital. So yeah, this is, and so this is the part that is like, it's fully documented. They take the kids to the hospital and the kids then are assessed not only by like the staff in the ER by psychologists and and CPS and they have like in the show like to Zach's credit like they have proof of all of this this is like written proof and they have police police interviews 
with not the psychologist but the cps Mm -hmm. person and the police that went to the house to perform wellness checks are now with zach in the house Mm -hmm. but while they're at the hospital the boy one of the youngest boys and this is what the cps worker says the youngest mm. boy starts talking in a crazy voice and then walks up the wall backwards. And then, but it's not just her who says it. Apparently, the psychologist saw it too. So it was yeah. the CPS worker, psychologist, grandparent, and then they said one other medical personnel. And what did they do? They they left. they left. They, they said they got the fuck out. out of there. So now we're at the house with the police officers who did the wellness check on the children because they said the children had been going to school. Mm-hmm. They needed to come and check in on them. And they're walking through the house, and they go in the basement. And the police officer says that he sees a pan and candles underneath the stair. So now they're thinking that somebody's performing rituals down there. Mm -hmm. But this whole time, I think the thing right now that's getting me is, again, take out the Zach Baggins theatrics. This is There is actual police body cam footage that we're watching. That they're in the house. That they're in the house, but like, and then them like going through these things is not with Zach Baggins. It's going through they're going through the police body cam footage is what we're watching currently. Right. Zach's not even a part of it. Well, Zach's in the basement when he says he's the, yeah, well, yeah, just yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but that's the, that's the reenactment kind of, or when he's talking to him, yeah. but like they were showing like of the CPS worker. Yeah. That's that all was, that was, footage. that was real footage. Yeah. There was, yes. I mean, not of the kid running up the wall. Obviously we didn't get the real footage of that, but like, that in, good. it would have been, but in general with the videos, from the police of them like going to the house and checking on it they have actual footage of it from the police yeah. body cams and all the police officers or the main one that they're talking to they just keep saying like this is not anything i've experienced in my whole career this is the feelings you get in this house the things you the, lots of them being scared come at me bro come at me bro let's go at him bro Okay, so at this point, they are going through the house. They're interviewing people who went through the house during this visit. And they're talking about the things they saw, the things they heard, the things they experienced. Yeah, so we previously said that there was a patch of uncemented dirt under the stairs. And for some reason, they decided to um, dig dig it up. And what did they find? Well, they found panties. They found panties. And a, and a pink press-on nail. Yep. And a pink which and a red tin as a family with and a comb. all girls and girls who love uh press on nails that's not unusual and have have underwear uh if the laundry was downstairs and the stairs are like don't have a back on them right they're just steps mm-hmm. i could see easily how like you would accidentally drop something or a nail would fall or something and it would just get buried over time this this wasn't the first people to live in this house too like right, it was a rental house yeah so that to me meant nothing And there was somebody walking around the house with an audio recording. And when they listened back, they heard some static and an unidentified voice say, hey. Yeah. And so the guy who was doing he's another one of the he's a police officer. So this is at this point, they've had three police officers on discussing what they've seen. An experience. An experience, which is pretty, in my opinion, like validating because I do not feel like police officers typically We'll come on and talk about that kind of stuff. Right. And one of the police officers who was initiating the wellness check, when he left the house originally, he was about a mile and a half down the road. The static, the his radio station started going all staticky and a voice came through saying, who in there? Yeah. Which, you know, there they there's definitely some stuff going on. The original CPS worker wouldn't return back to the house, so they had to get another CPS worker in. Um, to do the wellness check and then at some point they realized that there is some sort of substance on the blinds that's like an oil and they were at first thought that like the grandma who lived there as well could have been putting it on so they like made sure they sealed off the room and they wiped down the blinds so that you know it wasn't there anymore and they left for like an hour and then they came back and it was it was back they said a new CPS worker came in the room and touched the oil and her hand went white and they showed her hand it looked like a normal hand to me same didn't look like anything it's just i mean my hands aren't that way but who knows i mean i put my hand above my head it'll turn white yeah Mm. didn't look like anything that was like you know compelling but i do feel like the the amount of police officers that they have who are backing up the story yeah is compelling to me personally I am still leaning towards somebody was doing some sort of ritual in that house well yeah thousand percent that's what it seems like yeah 
I don't know if it would have been the people who were there then. Well, the, well, there was stuff from them, I guess. I mean, there could be a lot of residual energy in this house. Mm-hmm. Just like with Amityville, they're talking about residual energy. That's kind of... Yeah. Yeah. Necromancy. Oh, yeah. They said that they, they thought that some necromancy was coming, which was trying to communicate with the dead. That's not what necromancy is. Necromancy is trying to bring back the dead. And we don't think they were trying to do that. They were just trying to get rid of them. They did an exorcism on the mom, too, and it... Didn't really work. I don't know. She shook. She shook when the cross hit her forehead. Yeah, supposedly she shook. So that's all for this point. Well, well, well. Money talks. Money does talk. So your initial thing when they couldn't get a hold of Latoya and Latoya didn't want to talk to him, that's where you said, you know, I do think there's some credibility to this because they're legitimately scared. Otherwise, they'd want to talk about yep, it. Yep, thousand percent. Now, what did we just find out? We just found out that they're in talks with a movie producer, and that's why they couldn't talk. Yeah. That's why they couldn't talk. Mm-hmm. And Zach went to the squatters of the house who initially said, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening here. I didn't want to talk to reporters if I'm not seeing anything, blah, blah, blah. He gave them money to leave. And then all of a sudden they're talking. Now they're talking. And now this guy, I thought he, they said he was the landlord, but now it sounds like he's yeah, the, the fiance of the person that was squatting in the house. Unsure. This is a very confusing yeah. story. He's saying that he's got stories. He's got so many stories and he could have made so much money with Inside Edition. And what Zach's offering him is, quote, peanuts compared to what he could have made. Mm -hmm. And Zach's asking him stories. And he said, I'm not going to tell you anything until we sit down and come up with a deal. So Mm -hmm. it's all about money at this point. Zach's getting the ass end of the deal. Yeah, I do also appreciate the truthfulness in this one part. I'll give it that. Mm. You know. For who? Just in general. Oh, just in general. Just yeah, that yeah. that this is a part that they're adding this part in that like everyone all of a, all of a sudden changing their involved yeah, money. What do they say, and now I mean we haven't even what? gotten into Zach. What do they say there, boo boo? Money talks. Money talks. Okay. Zach they, Baggin walks. <laughs> they haven't gotten into the actual investigation by Zach Baggins yet. Anyways, all right. Well, we get- hopefully we're about to get into Zach actually investigating. Dun dun dun. Here we go. So now Zach had the house inspected, mm-hmm. and they found black mold, asbestos, um, the furnace is leaking, carbon monoxide. Yep. The heater was doing- The s- water heater was yeah. leaking something. Something, but all things that are they've said can- Hallucinations, feelings of euphoria- Well, I don't know. That's one of the first things you're supposed to look at. Like, a lot of times, old wiring- can create things that people can say are paranormal and yep. they're not. Our story's breaking down. Man, we'll see what happens. Let's see with the, when the bro gets in there and see what happens. Okay, so they start investigating the house and a woman pulls up in the car with her three children saying that she used to live in the house when she was like about from t- age 10 to 15. Yeah, and so they verify it. Like they show pictures of her in the house, which is yeah. like nice to see for the documentary. Like, just, yeah. like she lived there. They go in, they walk around, nothing serious happens. Like the woman says that she had never been in the basement before, even though her brother lived down there or something, which to me, like that doesn't make sense that she literally lived there for however many years and never went in the basement. Not once. Yeah. There's was, a small scene a where weird. she supposedly gets kicked by a demon, but she, but she accuses her son. She but, blames her son for kicking her. But you can see that it does look like her knee like kind of went in on itself. Yeah. I'm not saying that a demon kicked her though. I'm not, I'm not yeah. believing that I mean, shit. my knees buckle all the yeah, time. Yeah, same, like same, same. <laughs> Um, but I will say Zach was a gentleman helping her up and down the stairs. He was. Look at Zach go. Look at him Look go. Look at him. Look at him. Um, but then they leave the house and uh, her son like is standing out in front of their car for a long period of time, just like staring off to the distance. And Zach's like, What's you know, going on? implying he's like something's going on with him. But And then they have some cameras put up through the house and Zach gets a little aggressive. Yeah. So they have security cameras in the house. There's no sound. And Zach all of a sudden gets, like, aggressive with the other cameraman that's in there. So I was, like, pushing him. Yeah. And then he Come goes, at me, bro. Status. And then he goes, what the fuck just happened, guys? Why didn't the other cameraman film? He had a camera in his head. <laughs> well, because they weren't filming during the time. You can't turn it on while he's there? Apparently not. He was in shock. 
But the best part is Zach standing there, like staring down to the side for such a long, awkward period of time while he has skeleton gloves on his hands. I can't get over the skeleton gloves. Anyways, but then then they go, police come, and the police officers who come. I don't remember why they said the police came, but the police came and they did verify that there is a five page long police report about the police and both police officers refused to go into the house. Right. And they were legit. I mean, it looked like legit police officers didn't look like a fake shit thing. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, the one guy no, said. No, but then they said, don't bulldoze the house because you don't know what you're going to release. And yeah. He said, don't know what it's plugging. Don't you know, don't know what, what it's plugging. plugging. But they said that it's known to the like officers that you don't go in there because it will come home with you, whatever is there. Ugh. So then. We're talking about like things, bad things that happen to people as they come into the house and leave. And they talk about the second CPS worker that went into the house, the one who touched the oil and her hand went white, which we couldn't really see that. But it says on screen right now, CPS worker within 30 days of visiting the house, three broken ribs from jet skiing, third degree burns from a motorcycle, from a motorcycle, maybe her leg touched the engine, Mm -hmm. a broken hand when she hit a table, and a broken ankle from running. All this just goes to show that she's a little clumsy. <laughs> well, I just am going to say That's that, like... That's a lot. I don't know, but, well, the, the, I feel like that has to be out of order or it's false because you're not running with After three broken ribs. ribs. That is a solid point. And a broken hand. So the broken hand well, had to be pre-jet skiing. How can you ride a jet ski with a broken hand? So maybe or she a broke ankle, but you like, can't literally, run in if you have broken ribs. All of these things kind of don't make and any how do you sense. Ride a motorbike with a broken ankle. A what? Motorbike. None of this adds oh, up unless you're dinking on the back. A motorbike. Motorcycle. I suppose you could have broken your ankle from running, then got on got on no, a but jet then ski. Then you can't get on the jet ski if you have a broken ankle. Nobody's getting on a jet ski with a broken ankle, and nobody's running with broken ribs unless she's on the back. She could have just been... Like no, the, but still, if you're in a cast... Well, I mean, I guess... Cast, she could have just been on the back of all of these. You're a cast, she could have... an idiot driver. <laughs> well, let's just say... Let's just say for shits but, and gigs, you know, she put a garbage bag over her cast. Yeah, but you're not going to be doing any of that because then you'd have two casts. You'd have one from the broken how do you hand. Run, how do you run with broken ribs? I've broken ribs before. No, there's shit. no way. You can't. So, like, this, this is odd. And you're not riding a motorcycle with broken ribs either. Let's play really fast, babe, because I think it's going to go to a next person who has stuff from being in the house. My prediction. Yep. Oh, home, the home inspector. inspector. Three. Uh, oh, tree. tree nearly fell on his car while driving home. Three. <laughs> tree. <laughs> like tree nearly fell on him. Tree, tree. fell on his car. On his <laughs> Choked by an unseen force while sleeping. That's called uh, sleep paralysis. Okay. Okay. So, Zach gets a call from Mika, the woman who lived in the house and was there with her three kids, and said that... Like, that had previously lived in the yeah, house. The one who came back to visit just the, just now. Yeah. And she said that her daughter threatened her and tried to harm herself. And then we cut to a few weeks later, and Zach is welcoming Mika and her daughter into the church with the priest. Yeah. And he asks, can I talk to the daughter for a minute? Which mm, I didn't. And because she just went through a trying to uh, harm herself severely situation that now Zach is blaming on the demons of the house. Yeah, but he's not a qualified individual to be talking to this girl. Absolutely and not. She's what, 15, 16? Yeah, something around there. That, That's that, not great all around. I don't like anything about the situation. And he's, he's also leading the witness. Yes. Yeah, he's like. Being like, so you you got aggressive with your mom. You're you said you're gonna try and kill her. Did do you remember doing that? Did did they tell you to say that? Do you feel like it was you? Do you feel like it was something from the house? I don't like this whole situation. I don't like this whole scene. I don't like any of it. That, I think this, this actually happened, but I don't most. think that it has anything to do with the demon house. But who knows? I don't know. I wasn't there. Yeah. I don't know. So he has the girl. He talks to her in the church. They decide to perform an exorcism on her, which. I, we don't, we're questioning how this exorcism thing, because I feel like you'd have to get approval of the Catholic Church. And it's very difficult to do that with a film crew. Yeah, like extremely difficult. And this is done inside of a church. It's done like in the main area, which, yes, n- the chapel. 
Interesting, but we'll we'll move on past we'll move that. On, yeah. Um. Then they talk about other people who have died in the house. Yep. An old neighbor they found. They said that like there's been five people who have passed away in the house. Zach then thinks that it's there's a possibility that um, <laughs> Mr. Boo Boo's right. hitting lampshades scaring Meg. Oh, yeah. He had a friend oh, yeah. who remotely tried to contact the entity that's in the house. Mm-hmm. She thinks she was successful. And then she and her roommate got killed. By her husband. And by her husband. Murder-suicide. Which is absolutely devastating and really just awful. And also awful to think that I sure as hell would hope the man is not using that as a thing on this. Because, especially if it's really his friend. So. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, he is now bringing in a man to investigate who is has he has a lot of degrees apparently in all kinds of things. But he's he's, he's like <laughs> he's, a 70-year-old man. And he's so little. <laughs> he little guy. <laughs> he struggles in snow. But he's coming to see if there's any like, you know, thermal or geo geo energy within the area that could be contributing to the paranormal events inside them. Yes. Yeah. The false positives are like, yeah, but you know, again, I'm going to like preface this by saying that even if there was, but wouldn't it be happening to all the houses next to it? Because this is a tiny house. Houses are like on top of each other. They're right next to each other. But if the other houses don't have the mold, the carbon monoxide, all of those things, yeah, all of those things could be coming together. It could be, you know, like we talked about a minute ago, the uh, old faulty wiring, like electricity. Yeah. Think everything could be contributing to one. What thing. it could be. We are also an hour in in of an hour and a half long movie, and Zach Baggins has still not investigated the house himself. <laughs> Just so we're clear. Oh yeah, he's been possessed once. Yeah, one time. He's saying that his friend died. After she started, like, she contacted the house, but then he's been in it a billion times and owns it, and he's fine. I think fine. that was a lowball move. A terrible move. Yeah. His, yeah. Because her doing it is one thing, but one of his... she's like family. Yeah, and, but for her him to say that it was her, well, it was her husband who killed her and her best friend, to indicate that it was the demon that did it instead of... The husband is kind of the most disrespectful shit I've ever heard. Or that had absolutely anything to do with. Yeah. How show. many other things has she done remotely? No, a thousand percent. Right, because it said that she was on just, the show. It's just horrible. I don't know. All that, of it's horrible. You want to talk about someone selling their soul to a devil? Like, if this is what he's doing, like. But I'm excited about Barry Taff. But we are excited. This guy, Barry Taff, man, guys, he is, he seems legit. He does. Well, he is legit. He's actually a scientist. So, okay, let's keep watching Eat More Brownies. So, just as Meg and I were starting to get tired, be like, <laughs> is this thing going to pick up at any point? Then, Mr. Taff, who is an actual, who's an actual scientist, mm-hmm. he's he, measuring the electromagnetic fields. He discovers that Zach's electromagnetic field is popping, popping, popping. And <laughs> he's got a lot of electromagnetic things, but also he's like saying it's not because we were like, is it the is he wearing a microphone? Is there something right. which? But apparently not. But then he's he's measuring the wall, and it shows Zach kind of on a separate second camera, and he like lunges <laughs> at him <laughs> like he does a full on come at me, bro, come at, at him, me, bro. at the guy. <laughs> And then, and then it shows him from like a almost like a security camera doing the same thing. And then he, in in his voice, he goes, "And I realized I had to walk away so that I wouldn't harm the scientist." But like apparently, the scientist doesn't feel this, or the camera guys don't feel this. Just Zach, he just gets just aggressive Zach. as fuck, almost attacks this poor little scientist. But it's just the way he does it. He's like, Bleh. he like lunges forward and puts his arm behind him, like, "Come at me!" And then he just like turns and walks away, like. Come on. It's, it's a little awkward, guys. But I laugh. And also, we are still to the point. I mean, I guess we could call this Zach investigating. It is now him investigating. Finally. Finally. Officially. But not really him. We're only an hour and three minutes in. We've got. That's all we made it. 32 <laughs> minutes left. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. He was coming at me, bro, the scientist. Yes. And then they're upstairs. We see a shadow. So, So I will say this. When the shadow thing happened, it was a shadow that went across a wall through like a frame, through a 
bathroom and Tex and Meg both are like laughing at it. But I happen to have an expertise that you guys do not have, which is photography and light and how it plays into situations like that, especially with like videography or like, and like they said, if that actually was a finger, it would have consistently been the same through all the frames because, and if you watch that video, it was not consistent. Is there a chance it was edited? Absolutely. Is there a chance it could have been a shadow? No, that wasn't a, there's no way because when the light hit the other side. Yeah, but when that guy lighted it down, you could see it on the wall. The wall was behind yeah. it and it went across the wall and across the door frame. It didn't start in the bathroom. No, I know that. It went yeah. across the wall, the door frame in. So if it was a shadow, the second it was backlit from the light coming in through the bathroom, it would have been gone. No, I'm saying that to Meg. I'm saying that to Meg. I'm just saying that your guys' opinion on that is your opinion, but I it happens to be it's something that I do like for a living. My opinion, man. I know. And that I will say looked without me trying to believe it, looked legit to me. However, what transpired after is a little question. Okay, so the cameraman who was following tapped around who was there when the shadow happened. All of a sudden, he's laying down on the floor. And then, all of a sudden, he sneaks off very conspicuously. Down to the basement. Down to the no basement. One no one saw it. He's clearly just like, doop, doop, doop. Like a cartoon, like, ding, ding, mm -hmm. doop, And he goes and apparently, supposedly, they found him laying down. Allegedly. In, allegedly laying down in one of the back bedrooms where... um. One of the, the previous brother. owner's brother had, yeah. well, he wasn't killed there. No, but he had passed away. He had he passed had away killed. and he had lived there. Potato, tomato, in my opinion. Apricot, apricot. Uh-huh. And then we're back at the hotel. And then the cameraman is trying to have beef with something in the elevator. And, like, he comes out charging and, I'm sorry, Mr. Bagans, you try to be all tough and all this stuff and... You just pansied your way right right out of there. Oh, yeah. He was like, not about to fuck with that shit. He ran away. He did. But they also said that he's this cameraman supposedly was throwing up blood in Zach's bathroom. Yep. Supposedly. Allegedly. Allegedly. But then they finally, like, sit down and get the guy to calm down. And they're like, so, like, what'd you see, bro? And the guy's like, just turn the cameras off. You can't record me. You can't record me. Naturally, they keep recording him from under the table. Obviously, because that's, you know, don't be suspicious. Don't, don't be, be suspicious. suspicious. Um, and uh, the guy's like, you know. You know what I saw. You know man. what I saw. And then Zach goes, I had never told my crew or anyone else. I mean, he told all of us at the beginning. But. I heard. Dr. Taft was staying at the same hotel as them, and he supposedly was having severe ringing and blood coming out of his ears. That's not great. Which, okay, here's, this is where I struggle a little bit, is that when you're talking about someone who is an actual, like, doctor, scientist. a scientist, who, which he is, and he is not a part of their crew. Money. Allegedly. Money. Yeah. Which, I haven't, I have not researched if Dr. Taft's credentials. this is for credentials. entertainment purposes... Well, they already said it at the beginning of the movie that money talks. Money talks. So. And doctors walk. <laughs> and doctors walk. Sure, bro. Okay. We got a whole, we got a whole, like, what, 20 minutes left. 20 minutes left. Dear oh, God. No. So here we are. Here we are. He's finally investigating the house. First of all, Taft is in the hospital. His organs are simultaneously oh, yeah. shutting down. Failing. Which, honestly, that sounds like it could be... Some sort of poisoning. Yeah. So I did, in fact, Google Barry Taff. And all I see is, like, I am BD and alien stuff. I am BD is, like, you know, like the movie actor kind of thing. Oh, I am BD. I thought you were talking about, like... BDSM? Yeah. Wrongo. <laughs> That's what the demon's like. Wrongo. Like, the I am... Oh, sorry. I am DB. Oh, I mean, I don't know, but they are saying that he's like a world-renowned doctor who worked out of UCLA. So, I like, it, but even he damn. Said maybe there's some things in that house that no, are he just did. paranormal yeah, which that we're just not understanding. They, are, they interviewed him from his hospital bed. Can can we just pause for a moment and look at that glorious cat on the couch next to you? Yeah, it's my cat Ariel. <laughs> who? First of all, this is a ginormous cat. Is she? Oh, she's. No, 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 no. She's just not 
She's a baby. Are you calling my cat fat, Meg? No, I'm saying she's a big cat. What song did I just sing to her? <laughs> I call her fat cat. She's no, she is. Like she's fat back. cat. Look, she's she said, oh, that is offensive. But I sing to her and I sing, fat cat, fat cat, she's so fat big. cat, fat cat, done it. And she is. She's so she's so large. Look at her. She's not little. <laughs> I'd give you a hard time. She likes to rub her cat gums against my feet. <laughs> I don't know you guys. Because I'm a person I like to sleep with my feet outside of the blankets. I'm sorry. What? I will sleep all tucked you, in and then my feet need to have an exit. They need to have an outside of the blanket. Mm-hmm. They need to have an exit. Cannot That's... sleep with socks on. Yeah, one in, one out. No, mine are both out. You have to be fully covered at night. That's when the demons get you. Well, get me demons. My feet are out. We're both out. God, he looks like a fucking pastor over there or like a, <laughs> reverend. a reverend. A reverend. Reverend. Reverend Boo Boo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Back to the story. Padre. You're a padre. For, for real, he is a padre. For reals, guys. Padre. Okay, so we get back to the house. They're boarding it up. Like, literally, like, putting the boards. boards. Screwing the sheets of plywood. Plywood is the word mm-hmm. I was Yeah, plywood. For. There you go. On to the... So we, they literally... He's boarding himself into the house. Which is like, what the fuck? The Wait, so you can't run away? He wants to speed it up. He wants to elevate the... What did he say? I have no idea. But basically, point. he's just a dumb fuckery, but... Do I think there's something in the house? Yes. But... He's got a killer mustache, though. I think it's dyed. I think he puts a little bit of dye in there and darkens it up. He dyes his mustache. He dyes his mustache hmm. and toupee. But do, what is your opinion right now? Do you think it's actually like a haunted demon situation or do you think it's bullshit? I don't think it's bullshit, but I do think they're playing into a lot of things. I'm not sure if I buy the things that are happening outside of the house. And if it is that, I think there's some sort of carbon monoxide or yeah. mo- I, some some sort of poisoning going on. A thousand percent. I think oh. there is definitely like... It is some a lot of energy in that house. There could also be like oh, absolutely being the, the portal something. Well, yeah, from this. But then there's also clearly like some things that are going on. But do I think that this is like a demonic? Everyone's dying situation. The fuck no, because there's so many things that already like they proved it at the beginning when all of the squatters were like said nothing was there, and then they paid him money. Like it's yeah, and and also all these people have horrible things happening to them, and they're all like dying but zach's fine that's because he's like a foot taller than everyone else well that's what tex mr boo-boo's theory is that like he's so not being affected by the carbon monoxide and he's so what you're saying the shortest is book. you would be fine i'd be all right she'd be the one that would be affected with canary aka reina reina would be dead work out what's going on reina would be in the hospital and, and full when, on when she starts going yeah my, my liver collapsed on itself <laughs> i'm offended my <laughs> That has nothing to do I mean, with it. Is there a demon possessing your liver or is it just alcohol? There is a demon. Oh, it's just the booze. Any booze. Um. <laughs> All right. Um, All right. We got to finish this. We got to yeah, finish this. We're going to see how this goes. Where Zach is currently locked into the house. Bought himself up. Literally. Nothing good can come after this. It's, it's about don't, to get don't. wild. Come at me, bro. <laughs> where so we, where do we go from here? to bed (laughs) so basically what happens is that Zach boards himself in the house and nothing happens all night and then apparently at like 5am there is a scene of him from security camera that all of a sudden there's now sound to it's not security camera it's his personal camera that he has no 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 but it starts with a security camera in the room where you can see him sitting on the bed oh yeah yeah, yes correct and he hears a noise but and the growl is picked up and then him yelling is well, and maybe that actually could have been picked up by his camera that's next to him. So I will give that not the security but the camera, camera next to him didn't film neat. It, it was... went blurry, which also I will say as a person in the industry, it looks like bullshit to me because if you're already focused on a specific area, which he was, when he sets the camera down for it to go out of focus, there would have had to have been something to like. But it also stayed out of focus. So it didn't autofocus back. It that it yeah, that's a lot of yeah. it doesn't make sense. And also like, you know, they will say that there can be energies do fuck with electronics. So I will say that. I'll do devil's advocate there. But how I said that the shadow at the other thing was 
I like was not a hand, which I still don't think that was a hand. What he that that whole thing was just bullshit fuckery. There's a shadow that came up into like the blurred out camera footage. But it wasn't just a blur. And again, as my expertise in this area, it was like a crystallized blur. Like the way that it looked was not like a standard, like out of focus blur. It looked like something that was done off camera, in my professional opinion. But it also doesn't show okay. the footage of him in the room in the other area. There's no footage of that blur happening. He's got, you know, cameras in every room. And for some reason, he won't show us the other camera that's yeah. looking at that it bedroom. Yeah. Was- it was his, it was bullshit. Him, it was bullshit. He boarded himself into the house. Nothing happened in then my... Then he bulldozed it down. And then... <laughs> then he bulldozed it down. And he went over all of the things that have happened to all of the people since he started this. He said this. This documentary took three years. But but as a true creeper, he kept his trophies. But... Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then he opens <sighs> up a storage facility thing. Roller door. And there's like dirt from the basement. Well, because he, he has a museum in like Las Vegas or something. Okay, but his museum, I'm like, I, I, I'm sorry. Like, there's okay. Keep your paranormal trophies. He has murder memorabilia. No, he's a fucking idiot. There's, there's nothing okay about that to have paintings from serial killers. Yeah, like there's no. nothing okay there. No, he's not an okay human. But we he does shall. Have a box too. Yeah, we'll get into it. Okay. But we'll go back to just in general the story. Do I think this house was haunted? Yes. Do I think it was demons? Absolutely the fuck not. Do I think all these people got all these things from the house? Maybe by it also a poisoning. Seems like a really, yes, there's that. And then it also seems like a really rough part of town. So yep. there's the residual, a lot of residual energy. energy. And there. I will say that there they did get audio recordings throughout this whole thing. And every time it sounded like a woman crying for her child. Um which given the his given what we know about the community, they went out into the community at one point. They said, Yeah, you hear gunshots all the time and they said yes and there, it's it's a, a regular huge, thing drive-by shootings yeah there's a huge amount of murders in this area they're saying Indiana. there's no elementary schools open or something they're saying something about that yeah they need to get yeah. the schools back like it's 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 a rough it's not good area. so all right yes. will i go for there is stuff going on there possibly residual energy absolutely yes demonic shit no but they also said that people were going there to uh, do rituals. Well, that's it. Unless well, it was summoned. It could have been summoned. Yeah, it could have been summoned, but I... I'm saying after it was bulldozed. No, I know. And it also could have been summoned by that family who originally, like, had the bad things yeah. happening. I feel like because they had left over, like, candles and all... We and never like heard from them. Yeah, but they never spoke on this. But I also don't think a movie ever came out about it, right? Mm-mm. Nothing, Not Nothing has ever happened. So I feel like this is dildo baggins and his fuckery <laughs> at it again i i came out in my little outfit and i went to my husband and i said who am i he goes that ghost guy i'm like yep dildo baggins. dildo like, baggins excuse me yeah well, it's, it's a loving name okay doug <laughs> um but yeah just one of those you know it, this was a fun one to watch. This was really fun. Uh, was but really like, fun. I uh, I would say watch it. But oh, watch it. Watch it for the entertainment oh. perspective. Maybe in October we just need to do a bunch of these. Maybe, but also, are you going to be scared of this? No, because we actually were, were going to watch a scary one at first. Yeah, and now I'm thinking I have to drive home. Maybe we should watch the scary ones at my house. <laughs> Why? Because I have my husband to drive me home after. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, but then someone has to sit here with my kids. Damn it. Yeah. Fuck. I'll make Mr. Boo Boo drive you home next time. How about that? This one's not even that scary. This one's fine, but if it's too scary. No, I know. The other one sounds really scary. So it was the Blackwell. It's the Blackwell? Mm, We almost did that one. I heard Boo Boo was pretty scared. I wasn't scared. He lies. I was excited about it. Mm, He came upstairs and was yelling. He had goose pimples, as they say it in Australia. Can we watch it during the day? Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. Please, sir. Can we please watch it during then you're the day? Driving me home and walking home in the dark. Mate, yeah, during the day only. 
Anyways. Well, we had a lovely evening with bugles and brownies. Popcorn. Reese's Pieces. Mr. Boo Boo delighted us with his presence all the way through this episode. All the way through. Looking like Friar Tuck. Just kidding. That's not right. <laughs> what does he padre. look like? Padre. Padre. He looks like her reverend. No, he's padre. Padre. Because he, so he got. Um, I am too. I can marry people. Yeah. No, Is he it? decided. Oh, no, he reverent. decided. No, he decided he's padre. You got to pick. No, he oh, just chose it up. in his brain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you get to pick yours. No, they just. So if anyone needs to be married by no, a lunatic, you have Tex or Meg to choose from. Although I actually did marry people this year as well. So you can marry people too. Well, no, they were already married, so I technically didn't marry them. I just did the ceremony. Loser. I will get a certificate too. So if any, anyone wants to be married by a certificate, takes about go for it. Ninety seconds. Yeah, if even. On yeah, the interwebs. Your name right. Yeah, Tex <laughs> fucked that up the first time. Did you really? And we just did it all lowercase because he thought he didn't realize what he was doing. Automatically. And then I clicked continue. Was it congratulations? And it's all lowercase. Yes. <laughs> but they're legally married, so it doesn't matter. Doesn't Anywho. matter. All right, well, you guys know where you can find us on all the social medias at lunaticsouppodcast.com, Instagram, TikToks. Lunatic Soup podcast at gmail.com if and, you want to write us in and give us a suggestion yeah if you got a good documentary let us know i have looked on amazon amazon prime seems to be it if this is a normal documentary a well-received episode we will probably be doing this again i just want to do it again because it's fun we really enjoyed it enjoyed i mean we'll see how the episode comes out but we enjoyed we enjoy doing good, episodes anyways Raina. Well, this wasn't scary at all. This was not scary. No, I would say like, look at me, I'm so big. Mm, It wasn't. It wasn't scary. Like at no point was I afraid. The bugles really helped me through. So your brownies did, and Reese's pieces and the wine. To be fair, guys, just so you know, they're they're regular brownies. Oh yeah, no, 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 they're not edible brownies. brownies. I mean, they're edible, but not like edibles. Not special brownies. I make those. I do not. Every I would kill everyone in this room if I if they had some of those. So. <gasps> They're demon brownies. <laughs> Anyways, shut the fuck up, Raina. All right, you guys. Fuck you and your old car, bitch. <laughs> you and your old car, bitch. <laughs> that may have been the highlight of the whole documentary. That was pretty good. I will say that was that was, that was the highlight right there. All right, guys. <laughs> Remember, in this crazy world, it's good to be a lunatic. <laughs> good night. Fuck you and your old car, bitch. <laughs>